The Cambridge Dictionary defines the verb grace as being in a place and making it look more attractive. Well, that's the thing about parenthood. Sometimes it's the last thing you think when you hear that word. But to us, for something to be beautiful, I mean truly beautiful, it has to be imperfectly perfect. There is no right way to be a parent. There is only doing it to the best of your ability. And that is what we define as growing with grace. Welcome to our podcast. Episode six, we are chugging right along. This episode, we're going to be talking about summer loving and kind of all of the other things that go into it, what we're going to do, maybe even the types of food we'll eat and how we'll spend it. Hey guys, it's Tyla. I'm just going to remind you all to visit our website, growingwithgracepodcast.com and to follow us on Instagram at growingwithgracepodcast. We should be live on all of the major platforms, so you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts from. We did have some minor hiccups with Apple Podcasts in the first few weeks. Sorry about that, guys, but I think everything should be up and running as of today. So if you like what you hear, please leave us a review or rate us on Apple Podcasts. And if you have any ideas for an episode or any questions for Kiana and I, you can send them to our email which is growingwithgracepodcast at gmail.com, or you can uh, send us a letter on our website, whichever is easier for you. All right, let's get into it. So summer loving. I guess we'll start with what do summer vacations look like for you? And this year it's going to be a little different because you have JT now, but I guess previously what have summer vacations looked like for you? And do you have any plans for this upcoming summer? So summer vacations for me for the last few years really since I graduated college. I graduated college in 2016. I haven't really had a summer vacation since then because I've been working full-time. So when you work full-time, you don't really have a summer vacation. Your summer vacation just kind of looks like the rest of the year. And now that I'm a mom, my summer vacation honestly isn't going to look too much different. JT will be in daycare pretty much every day this summer. I'll be working pretty much every day. I'll probably take a few short vacations or, you know, a Monday and Friday off to get like a long weekend, but I don't have any major, major things going on. What about you, Kiana? What do summer vacations look like for you? Yeah. So for us, it's a little different. And as soon as JT gets school age and have more kids, you'll really enter the realm of summer vacation living. And something for me is that both of my kids go to different schools, so they have different times that they're, that they start summer and they pretty much begin fall school around the same time. But for the most part, they both start summer. Grace starts summer in May, mid-May and Jack starts summer towards mid-June. But because Jack has autism, he qualifies for something that's called the extended school year. And schools has a program where they continue school services for him through a portion of the summer. So it's not the whole summer, but it's a few weeks here and there um, consecutively. And then they have a few weeks off that they continue to provide services for him. And he gets to go to school a couple of days a week and keep familiar with the routines and the whole going to school aspect. Because with him, when there's change in a, in a, in the way that he does something like a whole summer off, it really interrupts his routine and he struggles with that. So we are Mm -hmm. super fortunate to live in an area where there is extended school year services and he qualifies for them, which is great. I didn't even know that about Jack. 
I had no idea. So is it more like school and less like summer camp or do they kind of incorporate some fun activities for the kids? So it's not a hundred percent like school. Like they're not doing and for him right now, he's only in pre-K going into kindergarten. So it's not super structured. However, they do work on things like just the basics, letter recognition, name writing, and helping him prepare for kindergarten and kind of catch up where they left off from pre-K and build up his skills and his abilities with other things like fine, even fine motor things, holding a pencil or being able to understand the routine. They'll practice the routine with him so that way he gets accustomed to what it feels like and being in a group and all of those social aspects as well, which is pretty exciting. He did it last year. Last year was the first year because he was three going four and now he was just four. Now he turned five. So it's kind of a new program for us because Grace never had extended school year, but it's definitely helpful for him, especially with keeping the routine and getting the support that he needs. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like such an awesome thing for him. Mm, for sure. So JT is going to be in daycare. Do you think that maybe like you'll take him on day trips or do you have anything that you want to do with him, you know, as a family or what have you, is there anything that you're like, Oh, I'd really like to bring him to the beach or I'd really like to bring him on a hike or anything like that. I know this sounds terrible, but no, there's not anything that I really want to do. There are things that I'd like to do. Like, I think it would be fun to go to the zoo, the beach. I'm really hesitant on, um, just because of his lymphedema. And I'm Mm -hmm. so petrified of sunburns and just scrapes and scratches and the beach. I know I should just embrace it and just, we can go to the beach. It'll be fine. We'll get an umbrella or a tent. And I'm not going to let him like scale any crazy rocks, which you probably shouldn't let your one-year-old do that anyways. Right. So yeah, so I'll definitely take a few days off. I'm sure this summer to explore the beach, the zoo, but other than that, no, I don't have anything planned. So I guess after this conversation, I'll have to get to work and make some plans. Yeah. Well, with him being so little, honestly, this stage for him and for you is more about making memories for yourself and your family instead of him, because he's not going to, I mean, do you remember what you did when you were one? No, but it's more of you kind of figuring out as a family and, and a parent what you do. So don't feel any pressure. Like you have to do anything for sure. He will not remember it. It's all about what you as a family want to do. But I think it's definitely something that you can create traditions now that he's little and you can figure out what works and what doesn't work. So my husband is we had a talk and he's going to work on trying to do more family activities with us because he now has weekends off, which is new for us. Nick has never had weekends off. And I'm excited to actually do things like go to the zoo with him because I Mm -hmm. always went, went by myself with the kids because he was working on weekends and that's just how it was. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we're excited to do, but don't feel like you have to do any of that because JT won't remember it. And it'll really give you a year to kind of prepare yourself for, okay, what, you know, what do I want to do next year or make a bucket list of things that you want to do? Absolutely. But definitely if you, if you do, do things like the beach, take pictures because those are the best things to like look back on and remember the fun times that you had as a family. And when he couldn't remember, but you'll be able to pull back from those memories. Yeah, for sure. So you said you didn't really have much because you'll be working in a couple of long weekends, but do you have any big trips planned for this summer? Maybe vacations with other family members? So I'm thinking about heading up to Maine for a long weekend. Um, my dad actually had invited our family to go up and visit them. I guess they're getting a beach house for the week and he invited us for part of the week in the weekend. So I'm thinking about doing that. I don't really have a reason not to go. That sounds fun. That would, that would be fun. I think. Have you been to Maine before? 
Yeah. Um, Jeff and I actually took a trip up to Acadia. I think it was actually Memorial Day weekend and it was so beautiful. The weather was, it was a little bit rainy and cold, mm-hmm. but Acadia is such a beautiful, beautiful national park. It's um in Bar Harbor, Maine area. Is that where you're going this time or where's, do you know where your dad's going? No, I think my dad's going to possibly Kennebunkport or Old Orchard Beach. I don't even know if those two places are, are close to each other, but mm-hmm. I think it's like a three hour drive. Whereas Acadia is, I think a six hour drive from where we are in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's exciting. It's kind of a little bit of like a curtail, but what are some of the best summer vacations you remember? Like what are the, some of the best memories you have from summer vacations? I think that the best memories that I have from summer vacation are when we were kids and we would go up to Vermont. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you were going to go to Vermont this year. Oh yeah. I actually, I definitely should. My grandparents actually told, told me that now that they're vaccinated and I'm vaccinated, they're comfortable with us coming up to visit. So I would absolutely love to have an opportunity for JT to meet his great grandparents. But yeah, back to your question. I think my favorite memories from summer vacation were one, just that last day of school was just, you know, awesome. And then I would frequently go up to Vermont and I would always bring either you or Brandy. Brandy is Kiana's little sister. Mm Mm-hmm. And we would go up there for, you know, a week and just explore and have lots and lots of fun. So I think those are probably my fondest memories from my childhood summers. Do you have any like, okay, this is my favorite summer vacation ever, like a trip, maybe when we went to um, Disney with our whole family, both of our families, or is there anything that pops in your mind when you think of your very favorite summer memories? You know, I, I was, cause I was thinking about Disney and I think that might be the only big trip that we took as kids. I don't, I mean, we went to the beach a lot. Mm-hmm. Our moms definitely love it. They are beach lovers for sure. Yeah. But I'm trying to think, I'm like, did we go anywhere? Like, I don't really remember going to the Cape or anything as a kid. Mm-hmm. We camped a lot as kids. So I think that's probably, I definitely enjoyed that too. Some really fun memories going to campgrounds. And do you think you'll do that with JT? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> maybe if we're going glamping and we have like a RV or something, but no, I don't, I don't see myself pitching a tent anytime soon and sleeping on the ground. We are definitely hotel people because, you know, when we were kids, we didn't really go places and stay in hotels. I don't think I stayed in a hotel for the first time until I was like an adult, a, yeah, a teenager. We just didn't, we couldn't afford to do that when we were kids. Absolutely not. So we went camping and we camped in tents and we would, you know, be in the, the campground and see all the people with RVs and be like, wow. So yeah. So I think my fondest memories are probably camping riding four wheelers and stuff like that at our Pepe's house mm-hmm. and going up to Vermont to visit my grandparents. But what about you? I'm curious to see what you would say for this question. My favorite summer vacation that I can remember, there's lots of pictures, but I vividly remember pieces of it. I, so I don't know exactly how old I was. I might've been maybe six because I think DJ was just born or my mom was pregnant with him. DJ is my younger brother and we're six years apart, but it's the trip that we took to actually old orchard beach in Maine. And my dad had rented a beach house and it's like the one real vacation that we took as a family. And I remember we went whale watching and my parents had like the 1990s iridescent tracks, like windbreaker track suits that was, that were matching. We all had matching windbreaker and they were like a purpley green iridescent. And we, we went whale watching and I got really <laughs> sick when we were whale watching and we had lots of seafood and clam chowder. And we spent most of the days on the beach. My dad took just me and him and we found sand dollars and he buried a crab and it bit me when I dug it up. <laughs> yeah, I remember. But that was probably like one of my most 
treasured memories as a child growing up that memory of of that trip and it really was a just just the pictures alone are like 100% 90s feel to them with the windbreaker tra- track suits and the color blocked outfits but it just I, I couldn't think of a more happy moment or happy time that we were all together and really wholly enjoying ourselves and it just was pure adolescent summer bliss and i have to say that memory stirs me so hard that I have now been searching for sand dollars for a beach that I could find sand dollars at with my children since I had kids and I have not been able to find huh. sand dollars. So I don't know if they're like a thing that you just can't do anymore, or maybe it was only at that one spot in Maine that they were able to be found because now that I'm a little bit older, um, my in-laws have a boat and they we usually once a year we'll go somewhere like last year, I think we went to Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard, or we maybe didn't go anywhere last year because of the pandemic, but that we would take like long weekends, do like a four day trip to Nantucket the year before. And before that we went to Martha's Vineyard or the Cape. They're always doing something on the Cape at the beach. They love the ocean. It's their, it's their happy place. And we love visiting them, them there at the boat, but I, I have not been able to find any sand dollars. So I am on a hunt. If any of the listeners know where we can find sand dollars, send me, give me all your recommendations. Cause I'd love to find them. Yeah. I mean, have you Googled what beaches in new England you can find sand dollars at? I did. And like some of the beaches that I frequent say sometimes, I don't know if it's a seasonal thing and you can only find them at certain times of the year or what, but I would die to find a sand dollar. And, and I also caught a live starfish. I'll ask my friend, Bridget. She's a, a scientist. I'm I'm not even going to try to say what type of scientist she is, but she has a doctorate degree in all things bugs and creatures. And she loves going to the beach. And I'm sure if I'm like, Hey, Bridget, where can I find a sand dollar? Mm. She'll be like, Oh, you got to go to this beach at this time (laughs) during this season. And she'll, she'll probably know. So I'll, I'll take a note. Yeah. That's fun. More recently last year, we actually did have a trip to, um, Newport. It was right outside of the Newport bridge. We had a family member who had a timeshare that no one was going to use. So we ended up utilizing it and it was a week and Ooh, it was so fun. It was just me and the kids and, um, my younger cousin, Anne Marie, and my husband wasn't able to come until like halfway through. Cause he wasn't able to get the time off of work, but we really enjoyed ourselves. My, myself and Anne Marie dragged the kids at, Every day we went somewhere, we went to a topiary, even though it was pandemic, there wasn't many people around. So that was kind of a plus as well, but the beaches were pretty empty. Mm -hmm. They had this beautiful, I think it's called first beach. We went to first beach. We did the mansion walks. We did the cliff walks. That was a really fun place. And it's nice because it's not too far. So it's kind of local, but they have so many things that you can do, which was exciting. I'd like to say that I'm a beach person and I definitely do a lot of beach trips. However, the sand is not a favorite of, of mine. I don't love the mess and the hauling of the stuff, but just now I feel like my kids are able to really go to the beach and I can relax a little bit and not worry about them drowning or being taken away by a riptide or something because they're old enough that they can figure it out. But I'm excited this year to see, we did a beach trip already this year and I'm excited to see more beach trips and have them be more relaxing where I can actually sit down and lay down and not have to worry about chasing them around the beach. So they're not getting picked up by seagulls or food stolen and all of that fun stuff. Yeah. I'm, I don't like the beach and I know that's probably an unpopular opinion, but I am not a fan of driving an hour to an hour and a half to get to the beach, paying a ton of money to park, having to lug all of your stuff onto the beach. And then depending on what time of year it is, the water here in new England doesn't really get enjoyable or warm to my standards until 
mid to mm-hmm. late July, maybe even early August. So if you're going to the beach in June, mm-hmm. the water is usually pretty freezing cold. And when you're a kid, you don't care about those things. But as an adult, no, thank you. So I don't fare too well in super high temps. And I know the beach is usually a little bit cooler than it is inland, but going to the beach, I find just sitting in the sand for, you know, six hours or something like that, really boring. So as a kid, I loved going to the beach because we would do Mm -hmm. things like there would be jetties and we would tie fishing line around hot dogs or a chicken leg and we would go crabbing and we would, you know, just spend all day exploring. Mm -hmm. And I love doing that. I love to hike. I love to be active, but just actually my idea of relaxing is not sitting on the beach. Maybe if I'm in Cancun or something like that at a resort where there's like a pool and then the beach is right there, but I'm going to sit up at the pool and maybe I'll go for a walk at the beach a little later, but I want to have like a shower within walking distance. So that way I can get the sand and salt off of me. Yeah. I hate the sticky feeling. It's yeah, that is rough. That's why definitely a lot of the beaches that we go to, I try to make sure that they at least have some type of running water to rinse off yes. that sticky. And feel. also too, and I, I know I, I sound so negative right now, but do you ever go to the beach on like a really busy weekend day and there's just no space? Like the towels and blankets are literally touching one another. And, mm-hmm. and it's miserable. I just, no, I'm sorry. So you're not, so you're not a beach person as what as what I'm taking away from this. You're more of a pool resort kind of a person. I think so. Which is fine. Uh, or I could be, so one of my friends, she lives down by the shore. Her name is Becky. And actually we're going to visit her tomorrow and they have access to a private beach in their town. And I'm so mm-hmm. excited for that because they live a few minutes away from the beach. And is that JT's first beach experience? We're actually not taking him. <gasps> what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, hey, this is how you do summer vacations. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. I know. I, I earlier I was like, should I mention that? I'm like, no, I'm going to sound rotten, but yeah, no, <laughs> we're not taking him and it's fine. We're going to have an adult's day. He'll be in daycare. We'll be back before he gets out and he's not even going to know what happened. And I'm going to have to pump on the beach. So that will be an experience, but Jeff's like, it's fine. We'll bring the cooler. So yeah, the only reason why I contemplated bringing him was because I would at least be able to nurse him, which I find is easier than pumping, but Mm -hmm. dealing with a toddler on the beach, eating sand and whatever else, it just, I didn't know how enjoyable it would be for Jeff and I. So anyways, we're going to the beach tomorrow to visit our friends, Becky and Sam, and it will be an adult's trip. So you're excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. You You should be. Yeah. It's not, it's not too often that I get a day off of work and momming where, yeah. Yeah. You know, like when I, when the weekend comes, I'm in full-time mom mode, which is a job. So to actually have a day off and actually go somewhere without the baby is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. So that kind of leads me into my next question. Do you prefer like long weekends a long, or do you prefer like a longer trip, like a seven day trip or something where okay, here's an itinerary. This is what we're doing. Or just a quick, like getaway. Let's not have everything planned. Let's just kind of do, you know, as the day flows and we'll figure it out from there. So this is an interesting question. And I think it really depends on what's going on, but I would say more times than not, I definitely prefer those little weekend getaways where you take off a Friday and you take off a Monday and you get a long weekend because I don't know about you, but there's no place like home getting to be able to mm-hmm. crawl into your own bed, be at your own home where, you know, they have a fan on every single night when I go to sleep. And if I'm sleeping somewhere different where there's not that white noise, it's so hard for me to get such a good, a good night's rest. So I usually find myself around day two or day three on vacation being like, I really miss my own bed. 
I haven't really, yeah, I think we've done a few small trips with JT since he's been born. And part of that is due to the pandemic. And part of that is just due to our lack of planning. Um, but I think the two trips that we did take, we went down to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, where the great smoky Ma- mountains national park was part of that was my husband picked a terrible mm-hmm. hotel. It was, it was just gross. So I think we spent like 15 or 16 hours driving in the car there. And we were at the hotel for maybe less than a day. It rained. And the next day we woke up and we we're like, let's go home. So we didn't even stay the whole time that we had booked the hotel for. We just left. Um, so it, it all depends, but yeah, I think I definitely prefer the, the shorter trips. What about you? Do you like the long trips or short trips? You know, I, I think if I had to pick between a short trip or a long trip, I, I know it sounds silly, but I, I have to agree with you. I do. I'm, I don't know if I'm a homebody or not, but I definitely love my bed. There is nothing like crawling in your bed and like, I'm right there mm-hmm. with you. And another thing, when it's a long trip, I know this is going to sound wild, but I get emotional. Like if I'm gone for seven days, I could go like seven days without see- like, here's the thing. Like I'm a grown woman. I have my own family. I have my husband and children and dogs. And I like cry at the fact that I'm leaving my mother who's like down the road, who I don't even see every single day. Like I don't even see her probably weeks at a time, but I cry at the idea of me leaving for seven days and being like, well, I just won't be there. Like, I think that that's a little ridiculous, but that's the truth of the matter. Like I get emotional and having to prepare your house for you leaving for seven days and then having to prepare your stuff, your your beds, your pets, your stuff for leaving for seven days. And then having to come back to Mm -hmm. like, once you come back, like it's home, but then it, it, it takes days to get back on track of an unpack, exactly unpack, unwind from vacation, get everyone back to regular schedules. So I definitely like a shorter trip where it's not so much stress of having to be like, okay, we have to pack everything. We have to really create this giant orchestrated scenario just to leave to come back in seven days. Yeah, I agree. Another thing too, with that is I have found that when, so pre-baby, when Jeff and I would go on trips, we We've stayed in an Airbnb a few times and we've had some weird experiences with that. Some good, some bad, but our, Oh, elaborate, elaborate. I've never done an Airbnb. I'm excited. Oh, are you doing one? Um, so my sister for Christmas bought myself, my brother and my mom and I, uh, like a house that there's just enough room for all of us. And it's an Airbnb, which I've never done before. And I'm excited. And if it goes well, we might end up booking another one for next year, depending on how it goes. And it's actually a couple of weeks away. And then we're really excited. Yeah. So I think with Airbnb, you have to do your homework. So obviously you can see that there are reviews. If you go to an Airbnb and there's no reviews, that's a red flag. Do not book it because you want to stay in a place that other people have recommended. Um, we've stayed in quite a few. We went the one we went to Acadia. Mm-hmm. We stayed in an Airbnb and it was an in-law apartment off of um, these people's home. And it was actually really nice. We had like our own bathroom, our own kitchen. They were very, very accommodating. And it, it felt more of like a bed and breakfast day. Mm-hmm. That was wonderful. Um, we stayed at a Airbnb in Nashville, Tennessee. That was literally a room in somebody's home. So that was weird. The people that were- sounds janky. The people were there. We had to share a bathroom with these people. I get like extremely, okay, first of all, I just have to poop a lot all of the time, (laughs) but I do not like pooping in like a shared space like that. Mm -hmm. And that was just, it was just such a weird, uncomfortable thing. And they, they were very friendly. Don't be wrong. They were like, oh yeah, if you want to cook something in the kitchen, go for it. And I'm like, uh, you're sitting on the couch watching TV. I'm not just going to go cook. 
So that was weird. And, mm. and then we stayed in an Airbnb up in New Hampshire and it was just gross. It didn't look like I literally looked at the bed sheets and linens and stuff like that. And I said to Jeff, I was like, we are going to Walmart and we are buying clean sheets and pillows. I am not sleeping in here. This is gross. So you just, you just don't know what you're going to get. Great. Um, now I'm scared. <laughs> and I mean, with these Airbnbs, they're supposed to be clean and you should leave a review. If you have a bad experience, leave a review. If these people get enough bad reviews, Airbnb will actually shut down their operation. They can like create a new account and relist it, but then you would know because there's not going to be any reviews. So that's one of those red flags, red flags, for. but, um, in art. So in my opinion, now that I've done Airbnb a handful of times, I 100% prefer hotels that are live-in hotels. So like the Marriott residence in, um, I think Hyatt, a few, a, a lot of the, the chain hotels, they have hotel rooms that have kitchenettes in them. So they'll have like a full size mm-hmm. fridge. They'll have a full stove with an oven, a microwave, all of that. You're not just getting like a tiny bar fridge and you know like no stove so we we went to Mm -hmm. San Diego and we stayed at a residence and and that was really nice it was honestly it was bigger than I think our last apartment was huge it had like multiple rooms a living room a bedroom area bathroom and then a full kitchen with a little dining area so those are really nice because you get room sorts room service every day so that they're coming in and cleaning and replenishing Mm -hmm. towels and things like that linens Whereas when you do the Airbnb, that's typically not happening. Sometimes the Airbnb will have um, laundry on or on site, mm-hmm. but sometimes they don't. So those are just all things to think about and to consider. Yeah, for sure. So Airbnb is good, but you got to really do your research. But you would recommend ho- you would prefer hotels over Airbnbs. Absolutely, I prefer the hotels. The the oh the whole reason why I was bringing this up is because Jeff and I can only eat out like a couple of times, and then it just our stomachs can't handle it because we eat pretty healthy and we prepare most of our food at home. So we've learned from, from experience that when we go on vacations, we can't eat out too much. Otherwise we just both end up feeling terribly. So being able to go to a local grocery store, pick up food and prepare it. First of all, it saves you a ton of money. And second of all, it's, you're going to feel less bloated and less like, Ugh. Mm. Like, do you have any vacation hacks? So kind of like you just said, getting food and getting, it sounds like one of them is finding a hotel that's live in hotel. What's and buying your own food. Any other hacks? We have, I wouldn't call it a go bag, but we have, um, a tote in our basement, which is like a go tote essentially. Mm -hmm. And it has like all of our travel stuff in it. So we have extras, extras down there of just like toothbrush, toothpaste, toilet paper, salt, pepper, ketchup packets, um, plastic utensils, all things like that, that we just extra chargers because you never know something you you inevitably end up forgetting something when you go on vacation. Mm -hmm. And so we'll pack that tote and it's just like an extra thing that we have. I'm like, okay, then you don't end up having to go. Or we have like another thing is a little mini bottle of like Dawn dish soap, because we have gone places Mm -hmm. where there wasn't dish soap and you have to clean your dishes you just, you just might need it. So I like to always have that with us and to just travel with toilet paper too. You know, I mentioned the thing about poop a few minutes ago. <laughs> I love that. And you know, I'm going to leave that in, right? <laughs> that's something that makes this real. Yeah, for sure. So I think that's, that's all I've got for travel hacks at the moment, but I'll, I'll try to think of some more. That's kind of a good idea though. That go tote that you just leave with all of your extras and the Dawn detergent. That's a good idea too. Mm-hmm. I don't really do a lot of vacations just because Nick is, he, he is getting his time off is so hard and the kids 
we're never really at a good age. Like I was saying that we've done overnights here and there, but really it's, it's just kind of hard when you have a full household and just having the kids be in different stages of life was hard too. But now that they're kind of mm-hmm. at that point, we're even entertaining the idea of potentially doing like doing a vacation away without the kids for our anniversary in October. So I'm going to have to hit you up and have you come sit with them for a day or two so we can go somewhere, just the two of us and do something fun. Well, it's like, it's like me and Jeff are transitioning out of the vacation mode or maybe not, but we just, I think with the pandemic, we just, we just haven't done anything different, right? You're just learning. Yeah. So you're going to be coming into it, vacationing possibly differently without kids or having kids that are a lot bigger, because I'm sure we're actually planning. We're in the process of planning a pretty big trip for next springtime. And we'll have a toddler. And Jeff is trying to convince me that we should leave our toddler at home with somebody and that just the two of us should go. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. I'm not leaving my toddler for a week or two weeks. It's just not happening. It's not up for debate. Drop it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that traveling with a young baby like that, especially internationally, will have its challenges. So mm. Definitely. I've never done international travel, but when Grace was younger, I remember we got her on a plane. She was like six months old. And when we got off, you, you might've even been with me there. When we got off the plane, people were clapping and I was like (laughs) dumbfounded. I was like, what is going on? Like, who are they clapping for? And why? She was such a good baby. And as I was getting off, she was. And as I was getting off a woman stopped me, she's like, I just want to congratulate you. You're such a good mom. Your baby didn't make a peep once. Like usually when moms with the young babies get on planes, everyone cringes because mm-hmm. they cry the whole time. And it's such a scary experience, but your baby was so she was, and really she was. like grace. We could just, we could toss grace anywhere. And she just would be yeah. along for the ride. She's a little bit more sassy now, but back then, man, she was yeah, my she, ride or die. She, she really was. She was such a good, happy baby. That is a vacation we took together though. The Miami mm-hmm. trip. That was a fun yeah. trip. That was was really fun. We were in a hotel right on Collins Ave, right on the beach. That is like one of the hotels that's, I mean, well known. No, it was an apartment. Well, it's, yeah, not an apartment. It's a condo. Sorry. It was a condo, not a hotel. Yeah. yeah. And they were right on the water. And it was, that was, that was a fun trip. I was amazing. I did that like what, 17, 18 years old. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was like a Kardashian or something. Yeah. We, we were driving around. We had, my dad had a business finder. Yep. So we were driving around Pathfinder in Miami and we did all of the things. It was so much fun. We did the shopping and we did the fried fried pickles. We tried fried pickles. We did the Miami zoo. We did. We actually, you know, we we went to the Everglades. We did. We went to the Everglades, just the two of us. And my husband would call us foolish because he thinks that we're like naive, but if I have to pick one, well, yes, yes. But if I had to pick one vacation buddy, it would be you. I know you would, you got my back. You would take down any of the bad guys trying to come after us. I know I I could tell a story, but I'll save it for another time. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler can handle herself. Let's just leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. I got your back. But yeah, that was a fun vacation. We should plan eventually. We should plan maybe like a double house with your family and my family. So the kids can all play together and we can have like a little vacation. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. So ultimate vacation for you, would you rather be somewhere tropical hot or like, would you rather be somewhere in the mountains or what do you think? Oh, this is such a hard question to answer. I, I think it really depends on what I'm in the mood for, because I trust me there, I have no problem. I've been to um, the Dominican Republic and I've been to Mexico and those were definitely more kind of relaxed, sitting on the beach, drinking a lot of cocktails and just having like a good time but parts of those trips that we also did more some exploring so we went um snorkeling and we saw all these really awesome fish and we went 
And then another thing we did in Mexico was zip lining and like these parks where we explored these caves and rafting and all those sorts of things and jet skiing. And that's really fun. I love that as well. Mm -hmm. And those were definitely much hotter climates. Um, I've never done it. I would love to go somewhere into like Central America and, you know, where they have like beautiful waterfalls and it's more jungle, Mm -hmm. I guess, climate and whatnot. And there would be much more hiking and things like that. I would love to do something like that. I've not had a chance to do something like that yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on the flip side of that, a trip up to the mountains or up north, you know, to Canada or Vermont and backpacking and hiking. That sounds like so much fun too, to me, I guess, whatever it would be. I just want to be in a hotel at the end of the night. (laughs) And don't, (laughs) I'm sorry, you know, like priority. My husband always says like, we should do a backpacking trip. And like, uh, I'm not really sure I'm cut out for camping in a tent at this point in my life. Been there, done that. I like beds. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But I guess I don't really have a preference. I, I think both would be equally as fun. What about you? Do you think you'd be more of a, have you been to like a tropical type of beach, sit on the beach and have like, you know, cabana, whatever drinks brought to you? You haven't done anything like that. Have you? No. So I had Grace Young. I, we were, I was 16 when I was pregnant, found out I was pregnant 17 when we had her. So I never really got to experience the summer vacay or spring vacation trips or anything like that. But my dad currently lives in Key West. And, um, before my mom and him split, when I was in entering high school, he made us do this family trip. Oh my gosh. He made, he made, okay. We were a family of five. It's my first at first. I really thought you were going to say this was your favorite summer vacation. Absolutely not. Listen. Okay. (laughs) Listen, hindsight is 2020. Okay. I should have appreciated the things that I got to experience and the moment, but when you are 14 years old entering high school and you're what I believed to be wasting my entire summer stuck in a big truck with my dog, my dad, my mom, my brother, and my sister with two bunks. Might I add, Oh my God, that was not listen, listen, the thing, the stories I could tell about how we had to pretend that we were blind. So that way we could bring our dog with us because it was too hot to leave her in the car and we're in the middle of nowhere. So there's nowhere that we can leave our dog. And my dad's like trying to make the most of the situation, but my dad's another story entirely. I'm not kidding. He literally made us pretend to be blind and we had to like go to Lowe's and set up this like halter for the dog. And he took a curtain rod. It's so bad. It's so, it's so bad. He like the things we've done, It would have, but it would have been worse to leave. Is it Charlie? Yeah, the, you know, she, she couldn't have, I mean, we you were, we were in early in the Southern car. California. We were in Southern California. The heat was like a hundred plus. Didn't your AC break too? When you guys were in like death Valley, <sighs> Don't even listen, listen, tarantulas, everything. Yes. I thought I was going to die. Oh my I, I locked my mom out of the truck. I thought we were being chased by coyotes <laughs> in Louisiana. We tasted alligator. We literally went from Connecticut to California and back. And we made all of the stops. We went to the Grand Canyon. We went to LA. We went to Arizona. We went to Texas. We went everywhere. Louisiana, New Orleans. It was, it was quite the trip. Again, hindsight's 2020. I should have appreciated it more. But at the time, man, I hated my life. I tried to sleep through most of that summer. It was the worst. But I definitely, what was the question? What got me started on this? what got me started on that? could you imagine though think about that now as an adult shoving your whole family into a big truck that has two bunks you have three no. kids plus a dog no. yeah 
I mean, a road trip sounds cool. Jeff and I have actually talked about that. That's something that I think we would do in the future or entertain is renting an RV. Yeah, but and talk about tiny living with a family of no, five. No, no, I'm sorry. A big truck with just a cab on it is, is that's a no from me. That's a no from me. <laughs> that's going to be a no for me too. And it was no. at the time, but I had no say. It's yeah. illegal for sure. Definitely. I can't safely fit that many people in the car without seatbelts like that should definitely legal I think I, I had asked you had you ever been anywhere tropical or anything like that you oh were yeah that's about how you had Grace Young and you haven't really had a chance mm-hmm. to do something like that but then you brought up the vacation from hell <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> yes oh gosh yeah and us getting in trouble for the dog. And then my mom and dad sending us down LA, like the streets of LA, my mom and dad like, made it like, Oh, you can buy like a couple of outfits for school. What other kids from your school will be able to say they bought their school outfits from LA for school shopping. Nobody was like, probably how even noticed. Exactly. No, no one knew. I bought myself like a pair. Of oh, you got that from, like, cool. you got that pair of LA jeans in LA and yeah, I got no. mine at the Auburn mall. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. No one noticed, but it was, I, I, I so understand. Cool. Yeah. I understand why he was trying to do that. But I mean, like, like my mom and dad literally sent us like, go ahead, go pick out some outfits. And my brother who at the time was like maybe eight and my sister who was like 10 and I was like, whatever, 12 or 14. I, we were walking and it was just three of us. And my mom and my dad were like back at the thing. trying. They were trying to secure a hotel at that point because we were going to stay for a couple of days in LA. And the dog started like, <laughs> We had our dog with us and she started pooping on the sidewalk in front of all of these like boutiques and shops. And I just pretended like I didn't know, like, I just was so mortified. I just kept walking. And my brother who's like eight has no idea what to do with the lady at the store comes out and she's like, um, you know, you have to pick that up. And my brother has nothing in his hands. He has not, he has the, the dog leash, no way to pick up dog poop on the side of the road. She's like, I will get you. And she like went into the store and came back with like a plastic bag and forced him to pick it up. And my sister and I walked like probably like 200 feet ahead and then just kind of like leaned against the building, just watching him be totally (laughs) embarrassed having to pick up dog poop in LA in front of a boutique at eight years old with no one else, an adult standing next to him. Oh my God. And the memories, the memories. So, so back to the question. (laughs) Are you more of a tropical vacation or a mountain getaway or beach, but boat beach? Because you guys also go on the boat a lot. We do. And I have to say with kids, it's really hard. I would love to take a tropical vacation and have it like be under cabana. Like you were saying your trip when you did spring break. But I think the reality is with kids, it's so hard. I love the idea of going in the mountains and going like we went for a hike as a family recently. And especially now that I'm getting more active, it, that to me is like, oh my God, amazing. I would love to like hike an actual mountain and, you know, it's spend the afternoon just doing that. But with kids, they're never going to hike the mountain. There's going to be bugs. They're going to be complaining. I definitely need the amenities for my children because they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're children and they're cranky and they don't want to walk all day and they don't want to do all the things. But what's nice about like a boat is that you have the opportunity to be near the ocean and the beaches and the shopping while being on the water and being able to clean yourself or rinse off or staying at a marina. So I definitely do love our boat trips. But I'm excited to see maybe this year, we'll have to maybe do another, how did your summer go or or an episode like that and talk about the trips that we did take and things that were successful and what we're planning to do differently next year. For sure. Do you like the heat? I do. I do. But my husband and my children do not. They are AC people. They Mm -hmm. prefer, I mean, however, I have to say, my husband says if he's going on a vacation, he wants to be somewhere warm and tropical, but yet he would never move to like 
the South. I'm like, you make no sense. So I, so this is interesting. Jeff loves the heat. He loves dry heat. He loves the wet, muggy, humid heat. I like dry heat. So when we went to California and we visited Joshua Tree National Park, that is the desert. And the heat, I can't even, Mm -hmm. you don't sweat in the desert because the sweat just evaporates off of your body because it's so dry there. Whereas like if you're in New Orleans Mm -hmm. or even people are always surprised at how humid Connecticut is. It is humid here where we live. Especially like today. Today I went outside and I'm like, oh my gosh, you could like cut the air right now. But I do not like humid hot. I do not find that comfortable. I feel like you're sticking to yourself. You can't miserable. Breathe. It feels like mm-hmm. you're swallowing water when you try to breathe. So I like dry heat. I can, I can get down with like an 85, 90, 95 degrees dry heat, but anything above like 85 and humid. No, I'm, I have to stick with the kids and Nick on this one. I like the AC. Yeah. It's definitely hard to breathe. Like when it's hum- it's humid out, but I don't know. I just, I love something about feeling that kind of, I don't that's that's I guess what makes it vacation right because at home it's not like that real I mean it is a little bit humid here but it's different and that's what I want to experience for sure so we've talked a lot about vacations Mm -hmm. what about like doing things at home like what what do you are you is there anything that you're going to set up your yard for or your space for with JT to enjoy the summer now that it's summertime or anything different so just a quick little story Mm -hmm. we have neighbors across the street and they have a baby who is JT's age. He actually turns one this week. And then they have a Mm -hmm. two-year-old and she actually just told me too, that she has a little one on the way. So she's due with baby number three, which is going to be a girl in November. And I've kind of waved a few times to them. Mm -hmm. And one time I was shoveling and she was like, Oh, you know, our babies are so close in age. We'll have to have like a play date. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I don't know about you, but meeting mom friends for the first time is like this very nerve wracking thing, or it can be, it is for me. Oh yeah. I get super shy. So we came home on father's day the other day and the way that they have like their, it's not really their backyard, but they have two driveways, one at the top of the house and then at the bottom. So the the bottom driveway, they almost use as like a play area for the kids. So Mm -hmm. had a couple of like their kiddie pools set up and they were outside and the, the little baby and the older boy who I think is going to be, he's three was like splashing around. And my husband said, when we got home, he's like, Hey, now's your chance to go over there and say hi and introduce the baby. Like go say hi. And I'm like, you're right. So I, I got JT in a swim diaper. I put his little swimsuit on and I was getting ready to walk over there. And then I saw all of a sudden her husband came home and I, Mm -hmm. I turned around and I was like, Nope. And I ran back inside and Jeff's like, (laughs) Jeff's like, what are you doing? I was like, I can't do it. Now he's out there. It's too weird. It's awkward. I don't feel comfortable. And he was actually like, okay, let's go over there together. We'll introduce ourselves. And we did. And we went over there and it was really nice. They were super friendly. Jeff is the extrovert, huh? In some situations, I guess. I was wow, like, oh, that's, and he was I'm such surprised. a great wingman. I think we really hit it off with them and it, it was so fun. So he was such a great wingman. I, I love that. Your, your husband's your wingman to meet other mom friends. That's yes, good. Or a couple friends, I guess. Um, but yeah, so going back to like, what are we going to be doing this summer? Um, so for JT's birthday, we did actually get a couple of kiddie pools and sprinklers and things like that. And while mm-hmm. we were over at the neighbor's house, I, we were sitting outside of the kiddie pool and JT literally just climbed into it. He had no fear. He like was splashing around, <laughs> loving it. So I definitely think we should set ours up and I think he's going to be a water kid for sure if we let him. So we'll do that. Um, we didn't get, you know, like the 
hard plastic kiddie pools versus the inflatable. Mm -hmm. Since we Mm -hmm. have a dog, I actually was thinking, I'm like, you know, it would make more sense for us to get the hard plastic pool. It's easier to store. You don't have to blow it up or worry about it getting popped by the dog or something like that. So I might go pick up one Mm -hmm. of those instead of having the inflatable pool, but well, they're kind of hard to transport. That's probably why you didn't get one for your, for his birthday. I mean, if you have a regular oh, car, how are you going to transport I that? I guess you're right. I, I haven't <laughs> even thought of that. But yeah, so I think we'll be doing some stuff like that. We actually, actually, I'll, I'll save this for one of our next questions. But yeah, um, I guess that's really about it. I know we were thinking about getting him a water table too, or actually you were going to get him a water table. So maybe we'll do something like that. He seems to really like the water. Mm-hmm. So what about you? What do you, yeah. what kind of things or activities do you got planned for the kids? So I definitely try. Okay. So because I'm a stay at home mom, um, especially in the summers, I've always had a job where the summers I'm able to stay at home with the kids. It's really hard for me to justify paying for camps and daycare because I'm home and there's no reason. So I try my best to do fun, exciting things at least once or twice a week and get out of the house and do something with the kids. Now, with that being said, we typically ask for gifts from grandparents from for Christmas or for birthdays for the gifts that keep giving like memberships to zoos or um, like last year we had gotten six flags passes, which were great. Jack actually Mm -hmm. enjoyed it. And they it's, it's pretty affordable. Like for the whole family, I want to say it was like $150 and my dad, that is super. Yeah. And my dad got them for us. And it's just, it's, it's something that we can do continuously all summer. We can, other than the gas and the mileage driving out there, it's something that I can do with the kids. Now, granted, that's not something I can do with the kids by myself, but if I have someone else with me, another adult with me, it's definitely something that we'll utilize this year. And my brother had gotten the kids a aquarium tickets. And my dad for my birthday had gotten the kids Boston museum of science memberships. So we've been twice, two or three times now. Um, and we've been able to go and we can bring friends, which was nice. You can bring five people. It doesn't have to be the same five people. Just one person on the membership has to be there. So that was fun too, but I definitely like to take day trips with the kids. So the beaches, the parks, we do hiking, zoos, again, with the memberships, they're good Christmas gifts or gifts in general, um, monthly farm type things. So in June, it's strawberry picking. So I like to do those types of things with the kids every year too. This year, we have to actually get out this, this week to go get strawberries if there's any left, because at the end of June is when they're done. And I like to make jam with the kids too. I know it sounds mm. like a mess and it is, but I, I like having Grace watch me make jam and having it be like a summer activity that we do as a family. We go pick the fresh strawberries. Now, just FYI, it's very expensive, like like $100 for like a flat or two of strawberries. Plus you need the pectin and the jars. But, but the experience is worth right, it. Right, exactly. I actually would love to do that with you. Maybe maybe sometime late next week. I'd have to check. I think after June, we'll have to check the local farm and see. I know that I had made a plan with a mom friend last week to go and then it fell through when we're supposed to go this week, but I would definitely wouldn't mind going to the strawberry patch more than once. But again, every month there's a new, um, fruit or there's a new thing that can be harvested. So I like to go, I like Mm -hmm. to go to the farms and, you know, do those types of things and get fresh flowers or sunflowers or tulips and all of those things. I love that. Mm. That sounds like a lot of fun. Maybe what I'll do is me and JT will come over. We'll spend the night one of these upcoming weeks or something yeah. like that weekend and we can do a trip with the kids. Cause we live so far away. It's mm-hmm. so hard to like 
be like, oh, tomorrow let's go to the beach. And then it's like, okay, are we driving separately and meeting at the beach? What are we right. doing? You know, it's so, so far. Maybe we'll just come spend the night and we'll just, we'll have like well, a Well, and one of the other things that I've done, like in the summers past, I usually make like one or two, like, I don't want to say long distance trips, but we, my sister, so my sister, Brandy, and my younger sister, it's usually Brandy and I, cause Tyla's working and Brandy would have like random days off and she'd just be like, let's go. But we make trips to like last year we did the Bronx. No, not we didn't do the Bronx Zoo last year. We did we was it the one in Southern Connecticut? It was either the Bronx Zoo or what's that zoo in Southern Connecticut? Yeah, we went somewhere. We went her and I did something. We went somewhere and and but the year before we did the Bronx Zoo, like in New York, Bronx Zoo. Beardsley Zoo. Connecticut Beardsley Zoo is down in um yeah but no so we like to have like trips like that or we do the dinosaur place in Connecticut or what's really nice a couple of years ago when Jack was a little bit younger we actually would we actually planned out we got up early in the morning and we went to Block Island and we just got on a ferry with the kids just Brandy and I and we just did it and we spent we rented a car when we got there it was this whole no we didn't rent a car we used our car because we were the car over on the ferry and we just yeah and and we just did it and it was we, we did lighthouses and we were back before like seven o'clock that same day. So we left first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. early in the morning, we got like on the six o'clock ferry over, but yeah. it was, it was fun. And it was, it was a good day. Be careful. And- don't miss your, don't miss your ferry. Oh, home. I know. Yeah. That. We, we <laughs> made sure we made sure that that was like a, a, a thing. I definitely would like to do um, the Salem. I'd like to do Salem in, in October in the fall. I want to do that. Oh yeah. We did that one year. Was, was it? I'm going to have to do all of these things now that I'm, a mom, I know, well, but, but, but then it's funny. Cause I remember too. you used to, you used to invite me to a lot of these things that you've done. And I'm like, eh, no, I don't want to, mm-hmm. but now that now that I'm a mom, I'm like, I want to do all of these things. Well, and, and now that your kid's a baby, it's, it's easier right now while he's little and kind of immobile, but it's going to, you're going to get to a point where you really won't be able to do those kinds of things for a little while. And then you'll come back into it. Like just now I'm getting back to this phase mm-hmm. where okay, Jack's old enough that he can walk mostly. And if we bring a stroller, he can be in the stroller, but Grace can keep on her feet the whole day and it'll be okay. Definitely going to take those yeah. things into account. But oh, I sure. do have to say, so activities for like, those are more bigger kids or even when they're smaller and you could just pack them and go. But for younger toddlers, I would absolutely invest in the reusable activities that you can do at your home. So things like a bounce mm-hmm. playhouse, like a bounce castle, you can get them for a couple hundred dollars on Amazon. They are so worth it. The kids hours of fun you can put water on them you can not have water on them they literally love that like playscapes that's something that you would keep yeah so it's it's like a plug-in inflatable I I used to have one when Grace was little I had like a pink princess castle bounce house I actually ended up donating it to like another mom friend Um, I had bought bought it off a mom friend and I donated it to another mom friend but that was something that the kids loved doing water tables again are another fun thing playscapes outdoor playscapes things that they can do bicycles um those kinds of just ride on activities things like that are really worth the money because then you set up this kind of environment outside for your kids that's kind of like a playscape fun area for them to enjoy at home so it's not so boring and there is something for them to do trampolines and all those and that's so interesting too because like you live more in a rural area and I live more in I guess a suburb when I say it's urban to you you're gonna say you live in an urban place (laughs) I don't. It's definitely suburbs for what most people. Yeah, it's definitely suburbs, suburbs, but you're like less than a mile from like shopping plazas. (laughs) Yes. Which doesn't make it urban. Urban is like a full up city, but Hartford is a city. No, it's not. not. Okay. What makes a city a city? Is it amount of people? I mean, I think of like, yes, the, the amount of people is one thing, but I think of like, you know, just like skyscrapers and tall buildings and 
city blocks okay. and stuff like, like Boston, that. Like mostly apartment and... building. Boston, even even Hartford, I guess, is more of a city than West Hartford. West Hartford is very residential. It's very tightly packed neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have yards, which is something a city doesn't have. Yeah, but we have like most of the lots in West Hartford are between like 10,000 and maybe half an eight, 10,000 square feet to like half an acre. Mm-hmm. That's half an acre is like, whoa, that's a lot of like land. Look at you with all that lawn to mow. Yeah. You know? So I think our lot is like 10,000 something square feet and we, our house is on a hill. So my husband actually mentioned that he's like, Oh, we don't have any place to put a playscape, but we have a park like half a mile away mm-hmm. and our neighbors, the same ones who I was just talking about, they actually, they got um, a place, a playground. It's still, it's not been assembled yet, but they will have a play, you know, a playscape pretty soon. And if we end up being good friends with them, then we can just go next door and play on their place. Yeah. Mom friends for the win, man. Yeah. So who knows, but I definitely do think that having those things that can be reused are definitely good. I'm kind of, I wouldn't say I'm a germaphobe. Maybe I am. Yeah. But that'll lessen as you you get older. Well, as the kids get older and you're kind of like, there's only so much you can do. She like, she like, she washes everything out. Yeah. You know, what's funny though. I say that, but my husband is the same way. So I was telling Tyla that she definitely needs a water top water table for JT because Jack is five and he still uses our outdoor water table and the dogs drink out of it. It's just a mosquito breeding. Yeah. And like the dogs drink out of it and Jack puts dirt in it. And I, I'm like, it is what it is. Like, hopefully he's not consuming the water. We do our best. It's not, if I see it growing algae, then I'll rinse it out. But what are you going to do? We're out there with Dawn every single day. Like, no, thanks. Cause it's just too far away. Yeah. But my husband on the other hand does every single time he lets the kids outside every single time he washes the table out. And I kind of like roll my eyes and like, Oh, what a helicopter parent he is washing out the water table every time. Like here I am washing well, out the I mean, I don't know. several days. I saw it's because I saw this video on Facebook a few years mm, ago. The amoebas, where, the brain eating amoebas. No, well, not a brain. I don't know. Maybe. But no, like just like the classic ducky bathtub toys, Mm -hmm. somebody cut one in half and it was just full of black mold. And I was like, that is disgusting. And even I've noticed with like the baby seats and bath, bath things that you use to wash your baby, Mm -hmm. unless you have like a super, a bathroom, that's like the airflow is super great. But if your stuff's not getting dried off every time it's used in the shower and the bacterial grow, um, the bacteria and water, like it just, it develops like a slime on it. And I just think that's so gross. So I only let JT have bath toys that I can put in the dishwasher. I actually did just buy him like the foam letters and numbers, but I, I try to like keep them rinsed off. And I just, at the second, like something feels like the slightest bit mildewy or gross, it's, gone. it's not something that I put in the dishwasher. It's going in the trash. This just really grosses me out. So Kiana keeps saying I need a water table. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe, but I'm just afraid that it's going to grow. Like you said, like the algae and mold, but it's not that crazy. You just rinse it out. Or maybe after he's done playing with it, you just turn it over. So that way the water's not sitting there stagnant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess helicopter, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So talking about activities, how do you feed for summer? So this is, is this going to be different for you having JT at school. So like, if you do take them on vacation, do you, what, do you think you'll do anything differently? Are you going to still be breastfeeding all through summer? So we are coming up on one year. I know we celebrated his birthday a few weeks early, but he'll actually be one on July 8th. And I plan to stop pumping as of then. So I will not be pumping during the day. I probably will still nurse him in the evening before bed and in the morning. If he wants to, I'll 
try to just let that kind of naturally wean off from what I understand too, that might be a little bit less painful and stressful on your body because you're not just Mm -hmm. like cutting everything done cold Turkey all at once. Um, I have to say we are blessed that he is such a good eater right now. And I know that may not last forever. He might start to get picky, but I mean, he tried, I, I fried up some hamburg yesterday and just put some cheese on it. And I was like, I don't know if he's going to eat this. He, I sent it to him to a daycare and he loved it. And my husband was like, I can't believe he ate that. There, we've only found a few things that he really doesn't eat. And for the most part, um, I do make most of his food myself and he eats what we eat. So whatever we have prepped is what he eats, whether that's chicken or like it was hamburg this week. Um, and he'll just eat that and we'll have those as meals. We actually, as of yesterday, just purchased a grill. Thank the Lord. You did? What kind of grill? Yes. You should have saved that for your mom Grace. A Traeger? No, it's not a Traeger. Um, Traegers are are smokers. And so they're usually like pellet. I thought you were going to get like a grill smoker thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, so my husband has this like spreadsheet list of (laughs) literally, I kid you not, six different grills. And actually, so six different grills, like three in each category. So there were three smokers, there were three gas, gas grills, and then I think there were three other miscellaneous type grills. And I said to him, I said, honestly, Jeff, I think that a gas grill is easiest, just the propane. Like that's what we're used to cooking on. I said, that's what I would prefer. It doesn't mm-hmm. take like any time for it to get heated up because with a smoker, it is a little bit, it's more labor intensive. It takes more time. Mm-hmm. It's a slow, it's a slow, low cook. Whereas gas grill, you know, that's as much oomph as you want to give it. So of course he went on consumer reports and he told me it had to be this one grill, which is like a monument. That's the brand. And it's a six burner grill. This thing is huge. You didn't tell me. Now I want, you're going to have to send me the link. He, um, he was like, it's gotta be this one. And I was like, okay. So he was like, but I don't think it's in stock anywhere. And I found it at Lowe's and I was like, Hey, it's in stock at Lowe's. Can I buy it? And he's like, well, we got to do an analysis. I was like, Jeff, no, let's just buy this. And so he was like, okay, fine. So we bought, we bought the grill. Um, I'll send you the link to it. When is it coming? It's really big. We have to go pick it up at Lowe's actually this afternoon. He's going to do that. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm going to make chicken tonight. It's going to be great. Oh, I'm really excited for that, for easy to prepare meals. Um, We'll be able to cook chicken on it vegetables all of the things I'll have to let you know how it is yeah definitely he was like (laughs) when he was like looking up the reviews he's like it has to hold 28 or more patties I was like 28 or more patties he's planning on parties now your husband is planning parties yes it's like when are we gonna need to cook 28 patties at once what about you what are your go-to favorite meals or snacks so we I, I hate admitting this because I know it's awful for the environment, but pre-packaged single serve items are so helpful for kids school aged because you can literally just grab and go. So something that I've done recently is I've set food. So we have a pantry and I've set food outside of the pantry that the kids can consume during the day. That's healthy snacks. So for example, we have yogurt covered raisins or you have, um, granola bars or single packaged, like goldfish, those types of items like freeze-dried fruit. I love freeze-dried fruit. It's great. 
those are definitely um, a must in our house, especially for the summer, because when the kids are home all day, I don't know about any other moms, but my kids are snacking and eating all day. Jack has turned into like a bottomless pit. I don't know if it's a boy thing or what, but he does not stop eating. So definitely prepackaged meals or meals that I can, or snacks that I can prepare ahead of time. So like cheese sticks, single serve yogurts are great. I love the idea of being able to save money and use the big yogurts. But at the end of the day, when your kids need every, everyone needs something for you all, all at once, it's so much easier to say to them, Grace, just go grab a, a yogurt, go grab a cheese stick, go grab something out of the fridge that you can grab. Also, we are big fans of grab and go mm-hmm. fruit, meaning food that's like ready to just consume. So apples, oranges, bananas, they're already prepackaged in their own little package and they're good and easy and you can grab and go with them. We are in love with Mm -hmm. our grill. So our grill is a, I don't even, do you know what it's called? Is it a flat top grill? It's not a flat top grill, but it's like a cast iron grill or it's a griddle. I think it's a griddle. I think that's what it's called. So basically we don't have the slats of what like Tyla's grill has. Ours is just one stainless steel, almost cast iron. I think it might even be cast iron. It's a griddle. It's a cast iron griddle. And it is my most favorite thing, especially all times, because there is little to no dishes with this thing. The only thing that we use are the platters that we put, bring the food out to the grill, rinse the platter off, wash it off, bring it back out, put the food back on the platter. There's no pans. There's no pots. There is nothing. This whole, this thing does it all. And so I love our grill too. Summer cooking is my favorite, but we've actually been cooking all through spring with it and we'll cook all through fall with it too. But I definitely love grilled foods. It's easy. Kebabs are my favorite. We love doing like steak and chicken kebabs and frying up vegetables. It's just, it's the best. It literally the nice the thing about your griddle, because it's like a flat thing is mm-hmm. you can literally cook like anything, everything and yep. anything on it. And Eggs, you still get that like vegetables. Grilled. Yep. Yeah. I I'm looking, I'm actually looking at it right now and I'm like, this is pretty cool. So that's one thing that our grill doesn't, we don't have that. No, but I think you can get platters. Like you could get a griddle that you could put on top of your grill. I'm sure. And just do that. I might as well just cook on the stove then if I'm going to do True. that. No, <laughs> True. You're not wrong. But, but yeah, no, ours is a six burner, which is just, it's just huge. I think it's so unnecessary, but I do think that grill cooking on the grill, especially during the summer is it's game changing. Absolutely. And I, I agree with you on the, the prepackaged things too. And for the most part, when JT first started eating real food, I wasn't doing prepackaged stuff. And it wasn't even because I was like, oh, he has to have only organic homemade food. It was more so of a cost savings thing. So if you look at the price per unit, when you buy either the pouched baby food or even jarred baby food, it's really expensive in comparison to whether if you were to go pick up a couple of sweet potatoes, bake them or boil them or whatever, and then blend them up, you're getting way more bang for your buck. So I was doing it from that point of view, but I did just start recently buying him his individual baby yogurts and some pouches and things like that now that he can kind of be more efficient and feed himself. It's so much easier. Yeah, it it is. And honestly, I did the same thing. I was like, no way I'm not going to, I'll buy the big yogurt. And I even bought those reusable squeezable yogurt things that you can put in the dishwasher. That just sounds like it's going to get gross. I know. I knew you were going to say that. I I bought them for (laughs) Jack because he was very specific. He only wanted this one kind of yogurt. And it was like a go-go squeeze applesauce yogurt thing. So I bought containers that looked exactly like them. They were refillable. You could wash them in dishwasher so they could be sanitized, which was nice. And 
I just was like, oh, this is so much work. Like I would rather just get the prepackaged yogurts mm-hmm. that the kids can just literally squeeze and toss out. And I know that that's awful, but when you have a million it's dishes not, anyways, I don't think it is. Well, it's just, it, it's just so convenient and it's easy for kids to be able yeah. to feed themselves when they're hungry and when they need to. So, yeah. So I think that's really about it, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, we'll have to talk more summer things as the summer comes along, but I definitely think we kind of touched all the bases of things that are important during the summer. I agree. All right. Well, we're, we are nearing our end, which means that we're going to share our moments of grace. Tyler, would you like to go first? Yes. So my moment of grace, which hasn't actually happened this week, but it's about to happen tomorrow. Like I said, we're going to the beach. My husband and I, we're going to meet up with one of our couple friends and we're doing it with no baby. And I felt kind of guilty and bad about that at first, but I think my moment of grace is to say that it's okay. It's okay for me and my husband to have some time away from the baby and, you know, he'll be just fine and have lots of fun at daycare. And we're going to have lots of fun down at the beach with our friends, Becky and Sam. So that's my moment of grace. What about you, Nan? I think that that's great. I think that that's Thank awesome. Um, so I actually made a post on our Instagram. It's Amazon Prime Day, which we all know one of my vices is shopping. And instead of buying a million things, I told myself I could have just a couple of things. And I have been looking and eyeing at Levi jeans because they're like the it jean right now and they were on sale. So I got a pair for $30 and I was so excited. I broke down and bought myself a pair of Levi jeans and I finally broke down and I bought the correct cushions for my homemade furniture that my husband made me outside. So my Oasis is nearly complete and I am so excited for them to come in in a couple of days. Maybe we'll have to post a picture of it looking Pinterest perfect because we all know how much I love my image to look just right. I cannot wait. I think that's awesome. I can't wait to see those pants too. Maybe I have to go on and get myself a pair because I was actually at Old Navy earlier this week and tried on a pair of pants and they looked great. Mm. And then I looked at the price tag and I was like, Ooh, old Navy, what? $50. Get out of here. I know. I know. I know. Prices are creeping up. You should give it a try though. Everything's 40% off and please, please comment below and let us know all your Amazon finds. We'd love to hear it or some of your summer tips and tricks. Absolutely. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks again, guys, for listening. We can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.